Welcome to I Just Don't Know, a podcast where we learn something new, challenge opinions, and hope to make the misinformed informed. I can openly say I've spoken when I did not need to, been unnecessarily controversial, and shared my misinformed opinion thinking it was not. In this podcast, I will try to right some wrongs and take on a new topic each episode that I think I knew, but in fact, I just don't know. This episode is all about fulfilling your destiny, achieving your greatest goals in life, and aspiring for what you truly want. I'm, of course, talking about dreams. I wanted to talk about this topic uh, in this episode. Who's had a? I ended up watching a really interesting TED talk and doing a bit of reading around the very famous uh, sort of author and self-help uh, sort of advocate uh, from the US called Barbara Sher. And I don't think many people have heard of her in the UK, but in the US, she's a bit of a cult hero. And uh, I noticed that actually she was born in 1935 and last year she unfortunately passed away at the age of uh, 86. Um, But her story mostly begins uh, when she's around 36 years old in New York in the 1960s and she's divorced she's broke she's got two kids to look after she doesn't really know what to do and so it all starts from there and it in this period of her life she managed to find a group of people that really brought to the forefront of how do you actually fulfill your dreams and the the most the, the reason why this resonated me with me a lot is that the title of this talk and the message that she sends out fundamentally is isolation is a dream killer, not your attitude. Which is interesting because a lot of self-help uh, sort of top 10 tips is all about how do you get a good, strong, strong mental attitude and it's all about controlling your attitude and being really strong and knowing exactly what to do in the right time and being disciplined. And I get that. I think that is relevant. But her perspective is really interesting. And she is famous throughout the 60s and 70s of as she built this career that I'll, I'll go into in a bit more detail in a moment, is that she was a bit, she didn't like the sort of cliche self-help tropes and all those sort of classic uh, phrases that everyone live life to the fullest and all these things that came out throughout the 70s and 80s uh, but I really find interesting is how she breaks it down very simply so it all starts with a story that she talks about in this TED talk and please do go go watch it um, over on, on YouTube and things like that uh, but in summary she talks about this group that she discovers when she is uh, in the in New York and she's is sort of not in a good place and she talks about this guy called Ronnie who is a bit of a so sort of, bit of a melt bit of useless all over the place he's in she's in the, he's in this group and he only comes to this sort of self-help AA group that they they're part of there um for his for his social side of things in life and fundamentally he he's a bit of a loser and and things are pretty bad and women hate him and he's got no friends and he doesn't know what to do and he's not the nicest of people um but 
after a while in this group, uh, he started to be more comfortable, and he and he explained to Barbara in this in this discussion group that he was feeling a bit depressed, and he wanted her to help him get a new flat because a, f- a flat or apartment in New York. Uh, there were apparently there was a lot of them and, and it was actually quite easy to get a good flat you just needed to be presentable to the landlord and, and and get a nicer one so she worked with the group and one of them knew someone who had a nice flat to rent out and he was moved into that nice flat okay so that's a simple story but then ronnie t- goes to barbara according to what she said is that she uh he, ronnie said well i want a woman now and considering he was a complete loser and all over the place and he he was had a no chance in hell as she says in getting a woman they said why why can't you get a woman and well because of all those reasons as you know i i'm I, everyone every woman hates me but she goes to the group and they talk together and collectively they work together and they um they find someone who goes on a date with ronnie and they ended up he ends up going on to sort of be get in a relationship with that woman. So that's that's the achievement of that group. But where the key part of this story is, and it's I find really interesting and sets the sort of the basis of everything here, is Barbara thinks and talks to the group, said, Look, we've managed to get Ronnie a new apartment, a brand new woman. We can as a collective, we can do anything. We can make you do whatever you want to do and apparently in that group and this is a true story that they helped someone get through law school they helped someone and go travel around africa and they helped someone get to paris they helped someone sort of set up their own dance studio something like that but overall they set up a, a business for her of creating these success teams around america and this is very you could argue this is very American, um, but overall, they she created this business of which of where these people would gather and they would be called and they'd be led by success team managers. And effectively, it's all about what you can do as a collective to help each other out. Now, it got me thinking when I was sort of uh, watching this and reading about this is that fundamentally the well the job i do is all about networking and finding the right person for the right job at the right in the timely manner and who can talk about them the sort of the difficult situation that a, perhaps a company is in financially or something like that it's all about who you know and a lot of people don't realize how much of a resource the people they know can be and we don't tap into it enough and I was thinking that maybe the the change of, of things like social media and and everyone only painting the best picture of their lives and when we meet it's always well it's different and we don't people are all separated sometimes and we only meet each week and everyone has to sort of be talk to each other via WhatsApp and texting. Therefore, we never really spend enough time together or have to use, rely on each other to find something out you can just go on your phone and find it out yourself and everyone is very independent but in reality the phone and internet can only do so much they definitely cannot help someone achieve exactly what they want or in this case they achieve 
their dream. So how Barbara breaks it down is you first off need to have a a wish and that is you need that is so you need to outline very clearly what you want and that is easier said than done and I think I think Barbara uh, brings out a book in in 1994 saying calling it I, I could do anything if only you knew what it was so that, that's a very good point uh, you need to know what you want before you uh, before you can have a wish or a dream so that that's a slightly different issue but the second thing you must always outline she says is you need to have an obstacle you need to say why you haven't got that wish you can't just say i wish i was an astronaut or i wish i was a millionaire or i wish i had the a ferrari as a car or i wish i had the, the, the my perfect job you need to say well i wish i had the best car out there from or the best job but i haven't because i haven't got enough experience yet and i need to become more i need to build up my skills and i need to get a qualification you need to put a why you need to outline the obstacles so i think there's a really interesting way of putting it because it's very easy to be very wishy and think about what we want um, and think about uh, just a wish list even even for christmas now as we as we're approaching it we're creating a wish list but you you can put it on that wish list why can't why can't i achieve that myself why i why can't i um have that now and you look at it and go well maybe it's too expensive and just putting a, w- a wish list on about things that you you really you really really want but do you really want them if you can't even think of a reason why you can't have them, it's sort of what it, maybe it's an influ- an external influence. It's an interesting one. But going going back to Barbara, what, how she sort of developed this concept, which is really interesting, and it resonated with me a little bit. And and about when she was in sort of the fifties, and she had and she was a, a sort of young and in uh, sort of trying to make her way. I think just before she 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 had this story with Ronnie in New York. She sort of accepted, okay, in the 50s you had your dreams, but unfortunately as a, as a woman especially, the world was uh, was rebuilding. And if you had dreams generally, and you said you can try and influence others and create your own reality and travel around the world, she, she jokes that a doctor would be called because in that generation you just got on with what you were supposed to do because the world was still recovering from the war i'd imagine and the economy was in a not in the best place and europe europe especially wasn't so what she thinks about is okay well i'll just be average and this is an interesting one because a lot of people they either get told that they're not good enough or they get told that they're they're great but they're not sort of their their sort of average in what they achieve or they realize there's always someone better than them and that's that's and that is fine and it's a good way of looking at it looking at it Uh, but i think accepting your average is such a difficult phrase to deal with because no one really wants to be average but at least you know you're not lower than average i suppose but overall i think what you want is subjective and that um my and this is where i i thought i knew about accepting to be average and this is where barbara sort of 
sort of corrected one of my assumptions, and this is my first assumption of, of this episode, is that accepting to be average is generally fine because as long as you're above what others are doing and you'll be you'll be okay and most people are average that's what I assumed and everything is all relative but the, what Barbara's made me think is that you can don't have to accept to be average because your dreams or what you want is very subjective and it's unique to you so in reality you don't have to accept to be average because you can achieve your dreams you can achieve what you want it might look strange to others what that is but to you, you've achieved what you want. As long as you follow her, this setup of outlining what you wish for and explaining the obstacle of why you can't have it. But going into sort of how how she actually sort of achieves this and some of the great examples that she uses is that these success teams around the US that she sets up are it's the classic story of if you just if you don't ask, you don't get really. So she used some examples of where people have said, I really, really want to go on a cruise, but um, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't afford it. And what's the obstacle? She says, well, I, uh, I've got a, I've got a child that I need to care for, so I can't go away, even if I did have the, did have the money. Um, Okay, so that's another obstacle. And, but there's a difficulty as well, is that, I can't leave my sort of child alone because they're being stalked by their ex-husband. So there's three obstacles there. So haven't got the money, caring for a uh, sort of a daughter, and the daughter's got a crazy ex-husband stalking her. But in this group, the first one, someone came in who had just run a marathon or some sort of charity event, and they had won a single ticket to the cruise, but this person couldn't go, so they donated the, the cruise ticket. How do we deal with the daughter? Well, someone put their hand up and said, "Well, I'm a nurse and I have to do ten years, or ten days, sorry, pro bono uh, care, so for free." But I haven't sorted it out yet, and I haven't got much of the year left, so I can help care for your daughter. And then, but then everyone went quiet for the third one because how are they going to deal with a stalker? And the barber's really good in this, and and please do watch it because I'm I'm sort of butchering this anyway. She just says that she really will never forget this voice, but it was a low, deep voice from the back of the room that just went, I'm a cop. What's his name? <laughs> and uh, fundamentally, that was dealt with, and the person went on their cruise. And I think there was another really good example of someone said, well, Barbara says they calls them their impossible dreams. Tell me of an impossible dream. She went to a group in somewhere in, in sort of the deep south or something like that in the in the US. And they said, well, I wanted to dance with uh, Patrick Swayze from Dirty Dancing. It's impossible. How are we going to do that? How are you going to end up dancing with a celebrity? I think this was in the 90s, so sort of the height of his career. And someone in, in the in the crowd said, well, I know someone who, or I work for a uh, at a ranch that his mum, his mother owns, and he's coming in on Wednesday, and I've danced with him before, so come in and you can dance with him. So, I was a bit sceptical about some of these examples. I'm sure they've happened, and I'm definitely sure they happened. But there's an element of luck. You need to be in a big group where there are a hundred different connections and and experiences, and people are willing to share. And that got me thinking about 
well, how do you recreate that? How do you recreate it in a in the UK? How do you recreate it with with the different sort of attitudes and openness that we have here in the UK, or within your friends? And I think the overall message that it's saying that that's what I'm thinking is uh, to be kind. Um, and this is my my second assumption uh, that I thought I knew, um, but I actually don't know is being kind does encourage others to be kind that's what i thought and being kind is a is an act that can be quite exhausting and there is a unlimited need for kindness in the world and there's only a limited amount of people giving kindness or you can only give so much so i can put my hands up that sometimes i'm not as kind as i could be but i do try to be very nice and friendly and kind to as many people as, as i can but what I assumed that I didn't realize that being kind can lead to this sort of success in your network, your success in achieving what you want, your dreams. And I think my assumption here is that I don't realize that by being kind, you get something back from that that you don't even recognize. And, and you do have to actually maybe actively tap into that, which is someone else helping you overcome that obstacle that is attached to that wish or that desire that you or something you want to do and I think it got me thinking about this what I'm doing here trying to set up and run my own podcast is that I've tried to do it on my my own I've done a lot of research and I've been experimenting and trying and trying to improve on the quality and the content and I just sort of dive right in and I know it's not great if I help, if I ask for help, if I ask someone, I want to, my dream is to, or my wish is to have a successful podcast that people want to listen and they learn something and they're happy. But my obstacle is that I don't know how to do the sound and the production and I don't know how to be the content or how to get there. One thing I do accept is going to take a while. But what I, what this, this uh, message from Barbara has made me think is that. I've done what I've always done in my life. I've tried to be too independent and I've not asked for enough help. I did speak to my friend who has a successful sort of small business that she runs and I'm, I'm excited for her to come on in the future one day and try to get her perspective of how she approached that sort of strangeness of doing your own thing and how do you fit it into your own life and not overthinking it and improving as it goes on. And, and that was helpful because it gave me that confidence to just keep going and and it's okay if things aren't very good, it'll change. And what you might want to do at the beginning, six weeks later, you completely change your mind. So even on this, I've sort of mixed it up a bit and I've brought in this concept that of, of making assumptions. And I think I'm on two on this podcast so far. Um, so I've sort of helped, helped, asked for help and uh the girlfriend Kirsty's been incredible in in into the, the support as well um, but i definitely think i could have asked for more help but maybe i don't know where that is um i suppose i did ask someone at work who's very into sort of the film industry and he's actually left his job and tried to uh sort of make it in that again he was very supportive and and uh was sort of asking how what the sort of content is and that was that was a while ago so I suppose I did ask for a little bit of advice or shared my wish but maybe I the actual doing of it 
I should really have asked someone else or, or put I think Kirsty had a great idea of uh, of just joining some groups socially and who who want to set up a podcast and finding out if there's people out there in the same position but they don't have someone else to set up a podcast with because I definitely think doing a podcast with more than one person is is more sort of enjoyable and people are so you can bounce off, off each other and I'd be it'd be funnier and more enjoyable but I don't know um I want you to yeah why don't you think about oh, is there anything you, you, you've done in in that you just could have asked for more and 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 ask some someone to help you overcome that obstacle because I definitely think that's something that I'm going to be thinking about going forward. I'm definitely going to be thinking about how people, and this is what Barbara says actually, people want to solve other people's problem problems. Uh, people are problem solvers. So the wish is the want, the obstacle is the why not, but the people around you are the solution. And and I, I just really, really interesting to think about how how someone well how someone can help someone so easily and i think i do it a lot in in work i help other people that they have not a clue what they're doing but just by a few simple things a few simple steps that i've done a hundred times they can they can resolve the situation so it's really really interesting that how does how does someone else help you and i think maybe i'll i'm going to try this more often of what i want but i think it does stem to down to you first need to outline what your wish is and what and why can't you achieve it and and that's how you outline your dreams and maybe for the next few weeks I'll be when I do speak to people I'll be going come on what's your what's your dream what do you want to do and maybe think about sort of and then just ask why can't you do that tell me why outline the obstacle and I might not know someone sorry I might I might not be able to help them, but I might know someone who could. And I think I'm going to be a bit more proactive in sharing those details or sharing the people that I know or remembering, trying to remember the information of, about people that could help someone else and trying to use this formula to help people achieve their dreams. Because I definitely think it's potentially, it is potentially doable, but it also boils down to being kind. Um, but I love the I love the message that uh, that she leaves. Um, what what I said earlier about sort of what is the the focus of of the TED talk that she does is that isolation is a dream killer, not your attitude. So it's all about collaborating and work together. And I I'll be honest, I love I do like collaborating with other people. I think when more than one person's involved, everything is more rounded, holistic, and. Uh, it's got different influences and it's more sort of approachable and f- and um, sort of palatable for other people because it's got different opinions. And I know the argument is, is, especially when it comes to sort of arts, if it's got too many people getting involved, then it sort of loses its sort of true meaning and its purity. And so I get that. But I think when you bring groups of people together, it's amazing what they can achieve. But what I'm trying to figure out and my assumptions that I sometimes make in well in some things I do is that I can do this on my own 
and I've done it all my life and it's a habit that I just fall into because I think people do like their routines and they do like the sort of trusting themselves. Falling into trying to be too independent and doing it and trying to do everything themselves and if you ask for a bit of help actually it might come out better. And I think I've tried to do that more at work but this is a perfect case here that maybe this needs to be I need to be more sort of open to asking for help. Um, so, yeah, a, re- a really interesting one there about sort of achieving your dreams. But I wanted to finish on what I really liked about what she says. So when you help someone's dreams come true, it echoes in practical ways that are truly wonderful. And she said, that's me sort of paraphrasing a quote that she says, it's sorry, she says it echoes in practical, wonderful ways. And that's a really nice way of thinking about it. Like you, if you help someone else achieve their dreams, they might help someone else, someone else achieve their dreams. And I think going back to the example of, of the person who was going on the cruise, if when that person goes on their cruise, the nurse helps the, the daughter who then, she says, how could become a teacher who then teaches someone about the fear of managing fear when someone is stalking you and how asking the police can uh, who dealt with the situation and managed to perhaps protect protect her and then she teaches other people to trust in the society that they will deal with the issue of a stalker or something like that and therefore the issue gets avoided and and she goes on to become i don't know uh, some uh, sort of a, a teacher that can help other improve a school or and then it's a sort of ripple effect um, or butterfly effect or whatever you want to say. You manage to do that and help that person achieve their dreams and they have subsequently helped other people achieve their dreams. And obviously in an ideal world or from a selfish perspective, you help someone achieve their dreams and then they help you achieve their dreams. And I suppose that's what a, a relationship, I suppose, is. And uh, when people are sort of aspiring to have a, another another person or a partner in life that's what you go for and you help that other person it's it's not something that is instantaneous it's constant so really interesting how to achieve your dreams this is just one one sort of view on it but boiling we're boiling it down and i've used that again and not not assuming um well boiling it down to the two things the wish and the obstacle so you need to know what you want and you need to know why you can't have it. To go back to my assumptions is that, first of all, I mustn't assume that being sort of average is just about accepting it and then getting on getting on with life. Actually, achieving your dreams is very subjective and you can achieve your dreams and it might look, it might look average to other people, but that doesn't matter. Uh, you've achieved your dreams and just go for it don't accept to be average don't accept to just follow what you think you've been told what to do and then the other assumption is being kind is not just a, a, an act of kindness and act and being an act of just being a good person being kind can actually cause a, uh, a reciprocal effect where you'll get more from people around you and they will actually help you overcome those obstacles of those dreams that you have. So being kind is a a really important factor. If you want other people to help you and collaborating and working together is how you achieve your dreams. And I really like that. 
And so, yeah, so this is a interesting view on, on how to achieve your dreams. Um, and I need to perhaps work with other people to help me achieve my dream of having a successful podcast. Um, but it's a very early days and I will keep going. I've enjoyed this uh, shorter podcast this time round. I think more specific. Um, please do um, please do listen to further podcasts. Uh, I'll keep on improving and do my best. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, bye everyone.